0: Productions presents Conversations with Kane. and welcome to another fantastic and amazing episode of Conversations with Kane. I am of course your host, Kane Jones, and this is episode 25 of season two. If you can believe it, we are here, episode 25. The first season, I only did 20 episodes, and I just, over the course of this second season, I thought, you know, I was going to at least do the same amount of episodes, 20, but I thought, why not? Let's go farther and see how many we can do, and we are here, episode 25. Every episode, I, of course, have a guest on, Um, and, you know, I interview them, but really, I'm getting to know them. I'm collaborating them. I'm listening to what they have to say um, because I want to know their insights, their perspectives, their opinions on issues, um, and just... I just want to dive into their niche, their field of what they do best and have them share their story. So with all that being said, let's waste no time and get to my guest for this episode, Julia Deaver. How are you? Can you hear me?
1: Hi. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you. How are you, Kane? Thank I am you for having me on your show.
0: Of course. I'm fantastic. Thank you for being here. I know you're busy. Um, So, you are first and foremost, um, you're a businesswoman, um, designer and marketer. Um, Can you talk, just to kick things off here, about what you do?
1: Right. So, I develop and create experiences. A lot of people uh, call those events, but I like to think of events as more than just an event but an experience and so we can create experiences um, for individuals for businesses for um, communities Mm. and so I design those and produce those and then also uh, do marketing with certain brands and um, help various brands with their marketing techniques
0: Mm. interesting Mm -hmm. so we connected on LinkedIn and I was looking at some of your posts that you put on, um, the Silicone Slopes Summit. Can you talk, because you're the director of that, right?
1: Well, I'm the director of volunteers, which um, is basically all the people that run the event. Right. So as the director of that, yeah, we, we have a lot of responsibility. We need to make sure that the event is running smoothly, um, It's all the way from the people who are helping you at every location um, within the event all the way to is registration running smoothly, is, um, you know, coat check even running smoothly. I mean, the whole entire area where we run the actual function of the event, that's where I I run those those parts. Mm, Awesome. Yeah. That's just one of my jobs. Right. There's many. When it comes to experiences, that one's a very large event. So in previous years, we've had 40,000 people attend, Um, but post-COVID, this last uh, year, just Mm. recently, we had 15,000, and we had Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, was one of our keynotes. Wow. So it was actually a really fabulous event, and I kind of liked that it was a reduced number. 15,000 felt um, more like a family experience. It felt very Community and it didn't feel over the top in previous years. It's been really stressful and this year um, It just felt nice to be back at um, living and um, and that was really important that we that We put ourselves out there and we, we showed yeah. that we weren't afraid to have an event again. Right, right
0: um, So that's one of your jobs now. What are some of, some of your other jobs that you have?
1: Um, well, as an event producer, experience designer, Um, I'll put on other events and so one of the events that I'm doing currently is called Tis Her Season and I've partnered with um, West 10th which is an app uh, specifically for women owned business Mm. so if you are a woman and you own a business it's only for women owned business the app. Uh, showcases those women right, their awesome. businesses and it's a nationwide app so it's not specific to demographic. Right, um, That's incredible. You can find locally women-owned businesses within your demographic but it's a nationwide app. Right. Um, and so we're hosting an event uh, in Utah for the local women-owned businesses there and so supporting women in business is a, is a large part of what I stand for, Mm. and supporting um, women equality, women's rights, women's Mm. um, equal opportunity within business, uh, diversity and inclusion, and equal pay for women. All of those are are areas Mm. where I really like to focus my influence.
0: Amazing. That is awesome. I love that. Thank you. So now I would actually like to talk about another one of your posts that I found really interesting. Um, everything about this post is just incredible, um, and it's the post on how it connected us. Um, first off, I, the, I love the picture. Thank you. Now, I've never been to—this is Hawaii, right? Yeah,
1: this is Hawaii.
0: I've never been, but I would like oh, to. Wow. Um, and, yeah. s- and so, and your the whole description of what you said, and this is kind of where— i'd like to i'll formulate a question out of this but i kind of just want to read uh if i could uh a little bit of what you put in here you took you said that you took a whole year off of social media and you didn't post anything you didn't work and and you're like why because sometimes you really just need to live be alive and and so um I guess my question is kind of two things. Why did you do that? And then two, what did you get out of that?
1: Right. So um, you can imagine that before COVID, as an event producer, experience designer, my life was extremely busy. Mm-hmm. I was traveling probably Monday through, through Friday mm-hmm. um, sometimes. and was kind of at the peak of my career. We had Mark Zuckerberg as the keynote for Mm. our Silicon Slopes event, which was just one month before COVID. Um, I had universities hosting um, like conferences in my name, just for me. And it was like at the height of my career. And then COVID happened and all of a sudden my entire world froze. Mm. And it kind of, um, it, it took me to a place that dark place in, inside of me where I realized I had based a lot of my worth on my, my career, on what other, how much attention my career was getting, what I was doing with my career, um, and it really revolved around that, and it wasn't revolving, revolving around the things that were really more important, which was my family, my children specifically, I have three children, and me, myself, my my own personal journey, my own personal healing. Um, right after COVID, my father passed away oh. suddenly, mm. and so that also kind of sent me into um, this awareness that I needed to right. slow down and take a break and focus on what was what was actually in my heart and I couldn't find that if I was being influenced um by social media and I kept feeling like I was trying to drive my career again even though it was now everything was virtual I hated virtual events I, I felt like I was just trying to um go against the grind And eventually one day I just thought, I'm done. like, I I just need to walk away from all of this and I need to take some time and focus on me. And so I walked away from that. I didn't know if I would ever go back, to be honest. At that point, I was walking away permanently in my mind. Um, I was saying goodbye to my career, everything I had built. And I think that that was important because if I had said to myself, oh, I'm just going to take a year off. That's all I'm going to do. I think I would have always in the back of my mind been thinking, but maybe but maybe when I go back, I'll do this or that. No, I was permanently walking away um, and trying to find a deeper, greater purpose. And through that process, while everything was shut down and on lockdown, I found cycling. Um, and I it was the only Thing that was open during the pandemic here in mm-hmm. california and we still have like a mask mandate here we're still right um things are a little bit different everywhere around the united states but here um it's been a lot slower to um make any kind of progress as far as that goes so as far as shutdown um we, we felt that for a long time right. and so the only thing i could do to um kind of work through the process was to ride my bike a lot and so I would cycle um, a lot every day I would take hikes every day I started to find that I needed to ground myself I needed to find a deeper purpose Mm. than what I had thought that was my purpose and so through all of that I found that social media did not serve me anymore I felt that it was almost um Especially with LinkedIn let's let's focus especially on the LinkedIn part mm-hmm. because I felt like it was reminding me um, of the of the person that I was before and not encouraging the person I wanted to be so I had mm. to put it away right so that I could so that I could really say to myself this is my time to decide whoever I want to be and and when I know that I'm in alignment, universe god whatever you want to call it it will bring forth the the path and and i will align myself with that path and that purpose so clearly that um it won't be necessarily like that suddenly i'm back it's just going to be hey i'm ready now i'm ready to live Mm -hmm. um with this purpose and so when i decided to um move to hawaii it was a very similar feeling i literally one day just said to myself I have to go to Hawaii. Like, it was like Mm -hmm. within a week, it was like, I have to move there right now. It's it's just calling me. And I knew where I needed to be. I knew exactly the area. I could just um, sense that it was exactly what I needed in my life. And when we got to Hawaii, it was the most peaceful, most um, invigorating feeling I've ever felt. Um, There was, I would lose track of day and time and I didn't care. So it was the opposite of my life before COVID. It was, um, in the, in the most surreal sense where it was my reality suddenly that I could live and exist without, um, the worries of what my world is here in California or my world is with my career. And I needed that for me. I needed to reconnect to, um, source energy, to spirit, to the universe, to God, all of these things, whatever, um, call that for yourself whatever that higher purpose is I needed to connect and I found that there and um, and then when we came back um, my children go to school here and so it's important that they can return to their friends and their life and, and they love that and when I returned I felt a new sense of purpose and I felt that I was ready to really dedicate myself to a bigger purpose with my Um, Career, which was to really empower other people to live their best life, to dream the dreams that they have for themselves and to find the courage to live them, Um, to give people who feel that they don't have a voice to help give them a voice and to use my influence to um, spread the love and the light that I think is within each and every one of us. Um, But we just need to remind ourselves that the world is a really good place. We just have to be willing to find that good and spread it.
0: Mm, Incredible, incredible. (laughs) I love it, Um, like at the end, well, I think you you touched on it there, but at the end, the very last thing you put in your post, which is what I love the most about the post, uh, you said the moral of the story, take the year off, kill your brand, live the life that'll be the most fun to write about later, be your biggest advocate, and seriously, take the year off.
1: Yes. Be your biggest <laughs> yes. advocate
0: is what I really like about that part.
1: Yes, it's so true. I knew I, – I tell you, when I decided to walk away from it all, I was – i literally said to myself i'm killing my entire brand my entire i would Mm -hmm. have conversations with people at cycle bar who had no idea what my life was like before that that i had just had an event with mark zuckerberg like a picture of me and mark zuckerberg and it was just like no i'm just a normal person cycling next to you and i have there's no difference between me and you i'm just here to find purpose just like anybody else and i realized i was killing everything i had worked for Mm -hmm that I thought that I was, like, building my career and I was, you know, going to put all these years in. And I and I suddenly thought, no, let it die. Kill the brand, kill the image, kill the idea that it has to be a certain way. Because what you really find, and what I found through this, was that actually um, who I really am is able to now be the brand. And it doesn't have to be anything but that. That we're all human, we're all here to have um, our unique and various, experiences, but supporting each other through those various experiences is so critical. Mm. Well said. Mm.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, well, with that being said, uh, would there be any final thoughts uh, to conclude here? Any final thoughts uh, or uh, words of wisdom that you would have?
1: Mm. Well, I would just like to um, say that sometimes... Doing the scary thing um, we, we like want to turn our head and look the other way it's like when you know you have like a credit card balance and you're like oh I just won't look I won't look at it yeah. and it will just go away it's mm-hmm. the scary thing sometimes um, the idea of living beyond what our normal everyday is right now and sometimes it takes dreaming that every single day and saying no I i know that i have to and just being willing to put those first steps into it and then just keep straight on that path allow yourself the ability to be scared through the process because that's normal but don't give up on yourself um i I liked what you said about when you told me about your podcast and how you never thought that you would have one but then you realize wait why don't i have one i enjoy this i i love this Mm -hmm. and i think that it's fantastic that you put yourself out there. Um I think there's a lot of times when it's simple little things like that that we just think, oh, you know, there's not a place for me. There is always a place for you. There's always a seat for you mm. at the table. Um and if if you feel like there isn't or, or you don't find one, build yourself one. Create mm. one. Because I find that um it's it's when you feel like it's the most scary and it's the most Uh, almost extreme that's actually where the most amazing opportunities lie and as soon as Mm. you reach out and grab it and you you take all those risks you're gonna find that regardless of the reward regardless of the outcome you're going to say but i did it i did exactly what i knew i needed to do and and for that um you will find so much peace and and gratitude that's just how i feel
0: Mm. julia deaver everyone Thank you so much. We are going to end right there because I don't think you can say it any more perfectly than how you just did. Um, And thank you so much. Um, One final thing. Um, Could you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Great. So on LinkedIn, it's just Julia
1: Deaver. Um, On Instagram, it's Julia Deaver Co. with a C-O, which on Facebook,
0: just Julia me, I can't see her. so those three platforms, I don't really have anything else besides that. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. Uh, you're killing it, and thank you um, so much for being on here. Um, yes, everything you're doing with the app, with, with the women, just, it's so amazing. So, everything. Um, thank you so much for being on here. I really appreciate it. you know what this is this has been another great episode of conversations with kane thank you guys so much for listening it means a lot and i really do appreciate it and once again big shout out to my guest julia deaver she was incredible she was amazing so go follow her and there's not too many episodes left in season two of conversations so stay up to date and follow and stay tuned for more content, more episodes. The final episodes are going to be great, juicy, and feature amazing guests that you cannot get anywhere else. So stay tuned for that and also make sure that you stay blessed and thrive and prosper people. Peace. In the dream production, stuck.